welcome to the special preview edition of Chesapeake Chat. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so excited today to be joined by the lovely Casey, who's been on previous Chesapeake Chats. Hey, Casey. Hello. I'm so excited to be back with Chesapeake Shores. I know if you've listened in the past, you might be like, girl, you lie. (laughs) But I'm legitimately excited. We are super pumped. Yes, for the new season. And also, we have a new host on with us today for the first time on the Hallmarkies pod. Uh, Let's give a big welcome to Jess. Hi, Jess. Hello. I'm super excited to do this. Um, Yay. We are super excited to have you. Okay. So before we get started on past seasons and our current future hopes and dreams for this upcoming one. Um, I want to ask you, let's start with Jess. How did you come about Chesapeake Shores? Are you a Hallmark watcher already or did you just stumble upon the show or what brought you to it? I think I saw a commercial during When Calls the Heart and I was like, oh, oh, why not? And I titled it and then the next thing I knew, I had a Twitter account dedicated to the show. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I have been following your Twitter for a while now, so I do um, love your tweets during the show. Um, so you also watch One Calls the Heart? Oh, you're like me. Yeah. Don't. No, I won't talk about One Calls the Heart. It's not a One Calls the Heart show, but yeah. I gave up after season three, so I won't, I won't get into that. Jess, okay. you and I, so. we're going we're gonna to hang out later. We'll hang out, talk about Chesapeake Shores, <laughs> One Calls the Heart, all the shenanigans. <laughs> We've no, now become no, no. Twitter best friends. <laughs> yeah. it's. Um, I need all the Twitter best friends I can get. Do what? Say that again? I said I need all the best friends I can get. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're a tight-knit group, these Chessies that we are. Um mm-hmm. Okay, so Casey, I know you've been on the show before because we were on it last year, but how did you come to Chesapeake Shores? Oh, goodness. Um, I really don't remember at this point. I'm sure I shared how I <laughs> stumbled upon it last year, but uh, I did not I did not start the series when it was on the air, I don't think. Because I remember okay. I watched at least the first several episodes um, – either on the app or on the website i binged it and it was really good and i was like okay gotta get into this one too now that you know one calls the heart is done so um yeah that's some kind of my lame story if you want to know what really happened just listen to last year's show (laughs) that's true yeah you guys we (laughs) right we've been covering chesapeake chat well chesapeake shores for what at least one season now it mm-hmm. hasn't been two has it yeah i think it's just, just one one mm-hmm. so you can go back and listen to that if you're so inclined um so basically casey what you're saying is is that this is your filler show in between when calls the heart and signed sealed and delivered yes yes <laughs> it's my filler show it's my summer show it's my you know feel good hey you know just kind of go chilling here yeah. kind of show i do love it i, I, I really do despite I do my, my issues but I, I do love all the characters i love the cast i love the gorgeous scenery um i like the family dynamic there's so many things i, I do love about it so chessies hardcore chessies don't think that i'm diminishing the show because i do think it is a wonderful show right no we don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it. I remember the advertisements for the new series starting. And I remember thinking, okay, I've never started a Hallmark show from day one because I came in after Cedar Cove was already off the air. I missed When Calls the Heart. I watched it on Netflix for the first two or three seasons. And then I was like, yeah, I'm over it. Um, Good Witch, I didn't catch the beginning. Like, you know, I just, I've never caught one at the beginning. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And I just fell in love with the scenery, to be honest with you. I just was thought it was gorgeous and so here we are four seasons later speaking of five days away from season four starting i feel like we've been waiting forever it's been so long last season ended in october oh yeah right gosh you're right did you did you not i mean okay to be honest 
Jess, did you feel like that was an ending though? Because we weren't guaranteed a season four. Did you feel like that was like an end to the series? It felt final to me. It it felt like if it didn't come back, it would have been an okay ending. But like they wrapped things up nicely. But still, if it came back, they could open the doors again. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember we talked about this at the the final like recap where it just felt like it was the end. And I thought with that boat going off in the water and just kind of set in sail, I thought that was a metaphor for the whole thing to be over. And that was it. And I was like, so when they announced season four, I was obviously was very excited, but I just thought, Oh, I mean, they have a lot of stuff to wrap up. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that shows like have a feeling that they might not come back. So they try and end it. Things semi wrapped up. You aren't like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they did burn a lot of people when they ended Cedar Cove, Cove abruptly. So, yeah, I do appreciate that it could have ended, but it was also not like a final, you know? Right. Okay. So sp- speaking of how this could have ended and how it kind of left some things open. So we're going to move on to a segment that I like to call I Have Questions. And one of those questions is, what happened to Nell's sickness slash secret gentleman friend slash going to Ireland and all of her mysterious stuff? Like, are we going to ever find out anything more about that? (laughs) Jess, I want to hear your thoughts about this. I ask that question every day. Every day. I'm like, what happened to Dylan O'Malley? Exactly. Is he okay? Is Nell okay? I'm like, did somebody in Chesapeake Shores accidentally kill him? And they're all covering it up. And then at the end, we're going to find out this has been one big murder mystery. I would watch and that. Then... Oh, that would be such a plot twist. I would cancel all the plans to watch that, actually. My theory is he's a leprechaun. <gasps> I could take that, too. Honestly, I would watch that, too. I really think I think he's a magical leprechaun. She was sick, so she went over there. He healed her because that's what leprechauns do. Right. She came back. She's all well. She did get her hair changed. So, you know, maybe that's symbolic of the leprechaun healing, hair changing. That was her sacrifice. Exactly. Her hair was her sacrifice. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So I, I'm just going with the leprechaun theory. I can get down with this. This is the new facts. That's happened. <laughs> <laughs> We've just established it. We don't need to go back to it now. We just know now. Yeah, because... There was a time when uh, season one or two is early on when Nell would sit down and have these far off thoughts and she'd rub this ring or something as necklace and she would think about Dylan. And I'm like, this was her secret boyfriend. So maybe it was her secret leprechaun boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the books, she does marry him. What? (gasps) Yes. Okay. See, so maybe what you're saying is I need to read the books. Yeah. I've read all of them except the last one. (gasps) Oh. This is brand new information. Okay. This is the second time I've been told I need to read the books. I read the first, like, maybe we should start a book club. Yes. Please. That's my dream. Is to be in a book club. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. We'll start Chesapeake Chats book club. Yeah. There's only, what, six episodes in the season. So we'll read the book. Yeah. We have time. Okay. But in the books, though, Jess, is it true that um, Trace isn't a musician. He's like an accountant or like a computer science guy or something, right? He's not an a. He's an architect. He's an architect. Yes. And he has a sister. Oh, he has a sister. Interesting. So she doesn't have to worry about him going on architect tours and being away from <laughs> the family, is what you're saying. Yeah. Now I need to read the books for sure. Okay. So more questions that I have with Jess. Do you remember in season one where she had this very traumatic past that she couldn't talk to anybody about? But Kevin, after he came back with his traumatic injuries from the war, and then we never really heard about her traumatic past ever again. The boat? Yes, the boat. I truly don't understand it. Is that a thing? Like, do they have high schools on boats? Is that what it was? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was some kind of high school program she did some thing like that on a ship boat thing and then drowning or, or something. Obviously she didn't drown cause she's alive, but like, 
it, that has got me so confused because I was so sure they were going to, you know, address it in at least season two. And then, nope, not season two, not season three. It's like it never happened. No, that didn't happen in the book, did it? Did it? I feel like I need to go reread it. I don't think that happened in the book. <laughs> huh. It was just like it was only mentioned a couple of times and then never again. And I thought, OK, this is going to be a really cool storyline because maybe this is going to tie into how Jess... And her relationship with Megan and how it maybe that didn't help the whole strained relationship. But then they never came back to it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess. Can I make a quick prediction, maybe? Oh, yes. So I kind of wonder if they're going to address that in this season. Because I know, I know there have been Chessies that have been asking producer, writers, you know, crew, people, like what happened to Jess in this, this weird water instance thing that happened in season one. And now we've not, we don't even know, like you just dropped it because I think they're, I wonder if they're going to address it just because there's a preview of Jess and David doing the Jack, I'm flying. Right. <laughs> like maybe she, I mean, like it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Right. It makes sense. Like she, maybe she's traumatized of water and maybe she's traumatized of boats. Like has she been on a boat yet in this show? So. I don't really remember. So maybe she's traumatized and David's like, you know what, as your boo, I'm going to make you not traumatized. So we're going to recreate this very romantic, very G-rated version of Titanic. And you're going to do the whole thing and you're going to feel free like a bird and you are going to be cured from your fear of water. At the end of last season, weren't they all on the boat? Didn't they all go sailing? Or was it only a few of them? No. 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 She was with David's parents getting a new in oh right right got his oh i wanted his parents to be so much more evil than they were and then they weren't and then they like bought her a business sure yeah (laughs) yeah so those are the things that i'm still confused about does does anybody else have any lingering questions from the last few seasons uh what is written in that dang book Which version? Because she carried around like seven mm, versions. This so. is true. This is true. I want version four. Version four, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's in version four. I'm. Uh, I really wish they could just like do one episode of just the book, but a reenactment of the book. So get like you know little Ava Grace Cooper from One Calls the Heart. She can be um, Jess and have like carter ryan Avancic, i think his last name is he can be connor i mean we can have all the when calls the heart kids we can recast them as little brian kids and then they can react their you know trauma of their mom leaving and then we would know exactly what would happen <laughs> it would be amazing i really want to see this right so and we all know the one called the kids are amazing at their jobs they could totally pull it up i mean can't you see ava grace just like bawling her eyes out at the door while you know barbara niven's leaving oh, i would cry the whole time i don't know if i could handle that because she would really make me cry i probably would too <laughs> Okay, what about you, Jess? Do you have any random questions that you that have lingered off these last few seasons? I can't think of any, but I'm sure they'll all come to me later. I mean, for the most part, they do wrap up things pretty nicely after a couple. You know, there's not really, other than I would say, the land trust for a few episodes and, of course, Trace and Abby. Most things get, you know, wrapped up within an episode or two. So that's been pretty nice. Um Okay, so last season, I kind of divided up last season because there was, what, seven or eight episodes? I forget. Um, But I kind of divided it up into three parts. One is family ties. We had a lot of family, like, inner family drama. Um, There was Kevin versus, or there was Connor versus Kevin when Kevin alerts Connor to Danielle possibly cheating. So they had their little skirmishes. Um, There was Connor versus Mick in the land trust. And I wrote other lawyerly things (laughs) because they just kept fighting over random businessy things. Um, I put Brie versus everyone because of the manuscript. Basically, she was fighting with everyone at some point. And then the big season ending was 
Megan's explanation for the past, which, okay, here's where I want to have a disclaimer. I love this show. I care about this show. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't care about this show. But I also want what's really good for this show, which is why I have the thoughts and opinions that I do. I was really disappointed by the entire explanation last year about Megan's past. Casey, what about you? Yeah, I I really wish they could have delved way deeper into the character, um, into into Megan's character, um, and I I don't know. It, it just wasn't good enough for me. It was it was kind of like, well, what's done is done, and well, here we are, and I'm back, so it's fine. And I was kind of like, oh, oh, I feel like we could have gotten so much deeper into the heart of, you know, who she really is. Because obviously she's not a bad person. And, you know, there were issues that obviously she and Mick had. But to, you know, leave your entire family, like, and your children who are not even out of school yet. I mean, like, there's more to that than just, ooh, I'm just having marital troubles with my husband and I can't stand him, so I'm going to leave. You know? I, I just wish they would have gotten way deeper than they did. 100% agree. They it, they could have, should have gone way deeper. Yeah. I feel like they touched on it and they kind of danced around it and they, you know, kind of insinuated things but I've, I've had to leave situations that were difficult where I couldn't tell certain parties the entire story and where I couldn't mm-hmm. be truthful to some parts because I, I, I guess I just I wanted to leave everybody behind with a good feeling and if that meant that I looked bad then so be it because I just wanted everybody that I was leaving behind to have to still have a good experience I guess I mean without really going into a lot of detail so I can understand if this was the basis of it if it comes down to Megan saying I hate this the last thing I want to do is leave my children Mm -hmm. but if this is what's better for them then this is a sacrifice I have to make even though it tears me up I wanted to hear that I wanted to know more about that I want to as a mom, I'm like, yeah, it would be the most painful thing ever. But if somebody told me, look, your kid will be more successful if, you know, whatever, if you did X, but you couldn't be there all the time, it would kill me. But I'd have to figure out if that's what's best for them. And ugh, I just can't even imagine. I just. Ugh. Right. And then it also makes it it makes it sound like um like the kids make it sound like she didn't contact them for like 10 years. Right. And all of a sudden they're, she's walking back in her life, but obviously they've had contact. Yeah. You know, I wanted to know a little bit more of, you know, how long was she away from them? Was she like, did she move? And then a month later she's like, okay, come visit me. Or, you know, like what was the dynamic there? Because if she really did leave for 10 years and without a peep, and then all of a sudden, she's like back in her lives then I get it but if it wasn't like then what really stirred up all the O'Brien kids to be so distant from their mom with the exception of Abby and um Kevin right and even Connor at some point because didn't he wasn't he in the city but I guess they never saw each other yeah they never saw each other and then when he started classes then he was kind of ish making an effort but then he'd yell at her and then she'd cry and then she'd leave did Mick keep them away from her I feel like Mick was gone a lot. Oh, yeah. He was gone a lot. Oh, that's why they got Nell to raise all the kids. Yeah. But see, I but Nell seems so nice. I can't imagine that she would keep um, Megan away from them. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much that we could have dug into. Because when this show first started, I thought it was going to be family drama centered with mm-hmm. sides of romance. But then it kind of turned into more of a romance based show which is fine but I missed uh, you know I miss I guess I I really wanted more from the family side of it uncovering all the history but yeah so okay so 
the next section from last season, love, which of course, now that I'm like, oh, I wish we had more family drama. Oh, let's talk about all the relationships. Let's talk about all the love. <laughs> so we have several couples. I want to know real quick, Jess, out of all the couples, if you had to pick one to champion, who's your couple? Um, Jess and David, probably. But sometimes Kevin and Sarah, I can't decide. Yeah. Those are kind of my two favorites too. Although I think I've seen you talk about this on Twitter before. And if I'm mistaken, then I apologize. But why did we, uh, why did this show all of a sudden give up on Brie and David? Brie and David could have been greatest ship on the show. I was terribly disappointed when Jess swooped in there. Oh, so sad. I was like, seriously are you kidding me i don't know because like jazz or sorry brie and david just hit it off like immediately they did immediately Um, and they were on the same page and they had like the same mindset and everything it seemed like they were like very parallel to each other whereas jess and david are complete opposites especially at that time with jess i mean i'm digging jess and david now but i'm not a lie I was very crushed for me, for Brie. Yeah. Very crushed. I thought it was going to be a temporary thing. I thought it was going to make a fight between the sisters that they were going to fight over David. And now, of course, I yes, I love Justin David, but I mean, they set it up perfectly and then it just kind of fell away. I want to know why. Me too. Writers, if you're listening, please DM me and tell me why. <laughs> And then I won't tell anybody except for you guys. <laughs> It'll be our little secret. <laughs> It'll totally be our secret. Okay, so I'm with you, Jess. I basically champion. I go back and forth between Kevin and Sarah and Jess and David. Casey, what about you? Who's your go-to couple in this show? Uh, my go-to couple is Abby and Douglas because Team Dobby. <gasps> you said it! Yes! <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Um, yes, that is my unicorn couple. I just, at first, I liked the whole Trace and Abby thing. Then I got very bored with it very quickly. I'm very sorry. I'm offending a ton of people right now. But just, you know, my opinion is not necessarily the opinion of those affiliated with the Hallmarkies podcast, because there are (laughs) several of us. Um, So to make peace, I just want to say that Abby and Douglas just seem to be on, again, it's one of those things, the same, you know, time of life, the same mindset. They had great chemistry, you know, as parents, as colleagues, and I could totally see them hitting it off. Agreed. And I was really, I, you know, I had to stop myself from thinking this because it is homework, but I really thought that she was just gonna, you know, go with you know, drop trace and be like, Hey Douglas, what's up? Um, but it's Hallmark. So they didn't go there, but I also thought that trace was also going to be like, Hey Lee, what's up? And, um, that may or may not have this happened ish. We're not really sure at the end of last season. So stay tuned. But according to the previews, trace is not over Abby, although they have broken up. Yeah, yeah, I believe it when I see it. But I'm with you. I think it would have been fun if they had gone at least like maybe just one date or just maybe had some sort of, um, I don't know, a little bit more flirtatious banter. I mean, I guess they couldn't really just break up Trace and Abby right at the beginning, but I'm like you. I liked it in the beginning. (laughs) They should have. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. Well, I liked it in season one. Um, I liked it because I thought it was going to be a long drawn out will they or won't they. I thought it was going to be maybe them working together and slowly realizing that they still had feelings. I didn't think it was going to be within like two episodes that they would go like Hallmark's version of skinny dipping and (laughs) like kiss in the water. And I'm like, what? Y'all just, what? I think back, if I ran into my high school boyfriend right now, I'd be like, oh, hey, hi. I wouldn't get in the water with him in my underwear (laughs) and kiss him, but. uh. Oh, no. I'd be like, (laughs) 
Ooh, you were cute 10 years ago. You ain't cute I mean, now. I'd be like, well, we're both married. So, of course, this is inappropriate. But aside, um. from, <laughs> aside from that, <laughs> we're both married to other people. But aside from that, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, yes, Kevin and Sarah, we left them off where he gets a job at Chesapeake, in Chesapeake Shores. And she had gone to Philadelphia, which... I know this Joe Rachel crazy was only like a 90 minute drive, but they acted like they were moving to different countries. So it was all dramatic, but now she's back. She got her old job back. So, uh, looks like they're maybe going to be the next couple couple, but we'll get to that. Uh, Brie and Simon. Okay. I need to know y'all's feelings on Simon. Jess, are you a fan of Simon or not? I like Simon. I don't know if I like Simon with Brie though. Agreed. I think they could be friends, but I just, I don't see them being in a relationship. Right? I feel like it's forced. It does seem very forced yeah. to me. I like um, Simon and Caroline. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I like Kimberly Sistad. I like, <laughs> like, they looked really good together. And I could see why he wrote a book about her because it's obviously Kimberly Sistad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. But. I'm interested to see if she's going to be back. I've Okay, I'm going to go ahead and confess. I've read all the summaries of all the episodes coming up. So have I. And I don't know if I should talk about them because I don't know if anybody, like there might be people out there that don't want to know ahead of time. You know what? If they don't want to know, pause this and then come back <laughs> later. Just yeah. fast forward a little bit. But we do, yes, one of the episodes is actually has her name in it. So I'm assuming that she's back. I mean, one of the episodes is called A Sonnet for Caroline. So either she died and he wrote her a sonnet or she's back in his life and causing problems. Ooh. But we'll see. Oh, wait. A season right. for Carolina? A sonnet for Caroline. Okay. One of them they changed. Was her name Carolina? No, 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 no. The, um, okay. So oh, Wikipedia is wrong. But you know they change all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then Crown Media is a sonnet for Caroline. You're right. Okay. It used to be called a song for Carolina. Maybe they're just trying to throw people off, but it is a sonnet for Caroline. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So I'm like, okay, so she comes back. We just don't know why. Okay, so Brie and Simon, they're kind of together. Then Caroline shows up. So that'll be interesting. And then, of course, we have Jess and David, which we all know favorites with his random parents and that sister, which, okay, there's one other question I have. What happened to the sister? She sounded like she was plotting something, even though she seemed nice. She looked like she was secretly like a double agent or something. And nothing it just all kind of fell flat they lost the bnb but now apparently they have a new place i have to go back i remember i have a question david used to have a brother <gasps> what happened to his brother you're right what did happen to his brother i don't know i wanted bobby Campbell to play his brother oh <gasps> oh my gosh the level of just oh. what how amazing is that that just went through and came out as a <gasps> <laughs> He, they would make good brothers. They would. They would. They would totally would. Oh my goodness! Okay. Side note: I want them in a Christmas movie where they both get the girl, like another, like two separate girls. Not like they both get one girl. I'm saying like <laughs> their brother, but they both like actually get somebody in a Christmas movie because they both look really good in Christmas sweaters. And he can have a beard. Oh. <gasps> Have you seen Carlo Marx with a beard? Just Sorry. Stop with the good ideas. <laughs> okay, so then Casey, Connor and Danielle. I do not care for Connor and Danielle. I really don't. I think that they're good, hey, college, law school, boyfriend, girlfriend thing. But as grownups, I like their friendship better than their romance like i i want to see them fight like i want to see them duke it out in the court system maybe go out date other people come back together like i kind of like you know connor and his hot-headedness and i feel like she's a she's she would be a good character for her to play off of that so I really hope that they don't fall into a romance because now that's like every single person has romance 
pissed off with the person that they started the show with. So that's kind of, and I don't care for that in shows because I feel like it leaves the storylines kind of flat. Right. And it all like, that's also not realistic. Like not a lot of people just marry the one that they've, the first person they date or whatever. So I'd like to see a little more romance in Connor's life and maybe like Danielle can get super jealous but they're obviously not a thing. Like they're just friends. They're the, they would be the type of couple to be like, okay, if you're not married by 45 and I'm not married by 45, then we'll marry each other. (laughs) But not like right now. Right. I agree. Jess, what do you think? Do you like Danielle and Connor together? I don't. I try, but it doesn't work. I'm like, I'm going to like them. And then I'm like, I'm over it. Right. I think he deserves somebody not better because Danielle's. I like Danielle, and I, I like Danielle. Don't get me wrong, but it's like there's only apparently like I don't know. I guess twelve people in Chesapeake Shores because I'm like Connor. There's no one else in the whole town that you could find and go out with. We, I mean, for a while there, didn't we think that she he was gonna go out with um Lee? Yes, Lee. I would have loved for that to happen. I, I mean, I think because they kind of hinted at it when she first came on the they series did. where she was like, oh, and I'm like, what happened there? That could have been fun. That could have been really well, fun. And then Connor and Abby could have just complained all the time that their significant others were on tour together. I don't think Connor would have complained as much. Honestly. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like, cool, send me a band t-shirt. <laughs> Okay, and here's the last one, which I have very strong feelings about, but I'm not going to say anything until I hear from you guys. So, Casey, I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts on Mick and Megan trying again? Ooh, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I thought they, I definitely saw some sparks there, rekindling of older romances in last season. Um Again, I wish that they could take the characters into a deeper place so we could explore them and explore where, what happened from the past and why it makes them who, the, who they are now. I wish that we can see, I don't know, depth. And I think if we could see the depth and we can see their flawedness and how they've overcome like their past and their issues and their immaturity from years and years ago, I think it'd make them a very beloved couple. Um, but if they're just going to like up and get married tomorrow, then it's like, okay, that's great. But that's like so predictable. You know, a lot of the shows I like with couple, like couples and characters, it's because there's like so many layers that you're constantly unraveling. And, um, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful, very hopeful. We can see that this season, maybe hopefully before we get a wedding. Okay. Jess, I need to know your thoughts. Mick and Megan, are you on board? Um, I was never a Mick and Megan man, Megan man, Megan fan from beginning. <laughs> um, but like the new promos, I don't know. I'm really, really like to see what's going to happen. Like they just, happy. it makes me happy okay now i feel bad because y'all are both on on board with Mick and megan and i'm super not <laughs> that's okay <laughs> which is why which is why i didn't want to say anything <laughs> in the beginning but i i don't know i feel like it's kind of like after all of these years now all of a sudden they're just trying again i don't know i feel that too mm-hmm. like she can do so much better than Mick. see that's what i thought I thought it would be so fun if she moved back to Chesapeake Shores and met somebody and started going out on dates and Mick got really jealous. And then that was kind of the romantic tension. That's what I was hoping for last season. Right. But no, I think they're just going to roll it all and be like, oh, they're back together. But don't they get back together in the books? Okay. Again, I need to read the books. Although I'm worried maybe the books will make me not like the show or maybe it'll make me like the show better. I don't know. I like them for different reasons. Like they're separate to me. It's the same, but it's different. Yeah. Okay. So I have a book question for you real quick, Jess. So did you read the books after you started the show? Yes. I, 
I think I read the books in between the second and third season. Oh, okay. See, we also have an idea. This was on another podcast about Aurora Tea Garden to read those books because those are a whole series of books. So I've got a lot of reading to do. Okay. And then the last couple, which is its own section because it has to be. And you know where I'm going with this. Talking about some Trabby, some Trace and Abby. And I just, I'm sure that said my feelings all right there in that but <laughs> Casey are you team move on already or team true love oh my god um I am team true love with Douglas <laughs> uh, yeah I I don't really like Abby and Trace. I I liked them early on. I, I'll start, I'll say that. So I did like them early on. I liked where they were going. I liked their chemistry. And then it was like last season, it just died for me. And I don't know if it was because of all the the whining going on between the two of them or just the back and forth, the on again, off again. Uh, and now they're on a break. So now we've got the Ross and Rachel on a break <laughs> thing, and I can't take it. And I'm just like, oh, just can at least date other people. I don't care if they'll get back together in the end, if they, you know, pick up that chemistry a couple years from now. And it's just like magic, like, boom. But I'm just like, you know what? You guys obviously aren't on the same page. You guys can't agree with things about life. And I need y'all to date other people. So either you can marry them or so that you can see what, what good you had it with the other person. Right. Now, that's not to say that I did not think that their dates were adorable because I did like their dates. Even the weird museum candle lit stuff and the twinkle lights. I thought that was really cute and sweet, but... So I can't anymore with these two. <sighs> Let's move on. Okay, because that date was very nice to look at, but all I kept thinking about was that scene in Coming to America when they throw all the flowers around and then they leave and he's like, who's going to pick up all these flowers? And I'm like, who's going to pick up all these candles and all this wax and all of this? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Sure. All right. Um, Jess, what do you, I, I need to know your thoughts on. I mean, that pretty much explains exactly how I feel. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm bored of Trace going on tour and Abby being sad about it. And Trace coming home for five minutes. Let's move on. Let's see let's other people. Like, it didn't work. But it could work again. I think I might be super into it if they tried and then broke up and then saw other people, <coughs> Douglas, and then got back together. And this was the season. I think I'd be super excited if they had been apart for yeah. a season and a half and then maybe got back together. But I guess, and I know I've said this many times, so if you've listened to last season's podcasts i'm very sorry but i'm gonna say it again he's a musician they go on tour i want a shirt that says that oh <gasps> lisa that is genius you've been tasked <laughs> and we, yes. we give we give just credit yes <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> hashtag jesse's hashtag team dobby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag team move on already yeah I think we all know my feelings on Trace and Abby at this point but in case it's not clear I'm team very much move on already um, I in the end I thought it was very unreasonable for Abby to expect him to be a full time dad when they were barely dating mm. Like to be a full time dad to her kids when they were barely dating, and she'd get very upset when he wouldn't spend. It just drove me nuts. You, you're barely with me and the girls. That's because they're your kids. We don't live together. We're not married. We're not even engaged. I don't even see you like six months out of the year because I'm on tour. But mm -hmm. sure. But they did take up a lot of the show. So there are multiple lines with you know even last season. You know he went on tour. 
Abby had an issue with that. Abby also found an old letter to Trace that he never opened. So then she had an issue with that. Abby wondering why Trace didn't spend more time as a full-time stay-at-home dad instead of going on tour. In the books, he is a stay-at-home dad. No, <gasps> seriously? <What? laughs> this is brand new information. <sighs> he can do architect work from home. So Imagine how this home. whole series. Oh. Right. That would make sense. But there was the brief time when she went on tour with him which i guess her job was super okay with and she went on tour with him and didn't like that either and then you know what though she's like a vp so she's probably got that vacation that's true i shouldn't say that because that's true she probably can just kind of take off what she needs to take off uh the last major storyline that wasn't even really about them as a couple. I guess it kind of pulled them in was Trace and his bridge club and their money laundering or whatever nonsense that was. Somebody stole money. All I know is that it's management of funds. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that it brought the waffle King into our lives. So it was worth it. <laughs> I'm also making a waffle King shirt. So. <gasps> Are you really? Is that going to be your season premiere shirt? It's not my season premiere shirt. It may be like a season finale shirt. I already have my season premiere shirt. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Yes, because I seriously loved your Honor O'Brien sister t-shirt from last year. So the big thing is, will they or won't they? And I guess this leads us up into future hopes, what we think this season will bring. And like I said earlier, I've read all the summaries, and so I don't know how much to give away. Um, there was one big overall summary that did not give a whole lot away. So I was going to read that very quickly. And then we can kind of uh, talk about that. It was kind of like a general overview for the entire season. And it was tweeted out by Best of Chesapeake Shores, who has an awesome account. And basically, it says in season four, Trace returns from tour determined to get back to the life he had in Chesapeake Shores with Abby, but finds it not my it might not be possible to go back to the way things were. Okay. As he settles back in at the bridge, a talented but stage-shy waitress slash songwriter catches his attention. Hello. Abby faces an ethical dilemma involving an important new client. While doing the right thing puts her job on the line, she reevaluates her work-life balance and meets an intriguing new man. Shut the front (laughs) door. Nick faces his own professional peril when it's revealed that a once trusted vendor has been cutting corners and he implicates Mick as he and Megan explore their connection. Hello. While trying to avoid the mistakes of the past, his legal distractions threaten to pull him back into old habits. Changes are in store for all of the O'Briens as Kevin and Sarah make plans for their future. Jess and David consider going back to where it all started. Brie enlists a talented producer to stage a loosely autobiographical play that gives her insights into her relationship with Simon. And Connor considers a new career opportunity and ponders his feelings for Danielle. Not a moment too soon, Nell returns to Chesapeake Shores with some much needed stage advice. Oh my God, she went and saw the leprechaun and got all (gasps) kinds of new information to give her family. (laughs) Boom. Done. We've tied it all up together. (laughs) I mean, that sounds pretty good, y'all. I'm not going to lie. It does. I'm, I'm... I'm pulled back in. Even after last season, I'm pulled back in. I was going to say you were already in. But now you're yeah. you're even uh, deeper uh, in. I'm even more in. Yeah. Like you're on the deep end. I, I didn't. I, I'm in. The, yeah, I'm invested now. Now it's like I have to be home on Sunday. Yeah. So, okay. Like I said, I read all these summaries. So they go into more detail about some of these parts. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and ask out of that summary. Let's start with you, Jess. What are you most interested in this season from that summary? Kevin and Sarah. 
They are super cute. They are. When they look at each other, it's just heart eyes. Yes. You're right. It is. It's like two heart eye emojis staring at each other. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, and I feel like a lot of the promos for this season, I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of promo, but I feel like in the ones that they've had, it's been focused, it's been super focused on Kevin and Sarah. It has. So I'm hoping that that means big things for them. I hope we get a wedding. I'm going to try not to get my hopes up. That makes me warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> I'd rather have them get married than a random wedding from Mick's brother, Thomas. I love Thomas. Oh, I love Thomas. Yes, get him on the show more because he's very attractive. Where did his wife come from? Right. Oh, that's gosh, another, I forgot about that. I have questions. <laughs> she lives in Arizona. Yeah, but they didn't live together, which seems like a sort of big thing to not talk about for an entire season and then just be like, oh, yeah, her, we've been married forever. We just don't live together. Like, what? I feel like we addressed this last season because I feel like this was something that Rachel brought up and was like, where did this woman come from? And I think they mentioned it in season two. I I really do. When they introduced him. Because I feel like there was a jab made. Or something. I have to. I have to go back. Now I'm gonna go watch it. I have to go back, but I, I do remember not being surprised about then the maybe wife. Maybe I don't remember the part. Man, if we were sponsored by Hallmark Movies, now this is when I would jump in and say, "Listeners, if you would like to catch up on previous episodes of Chesapeake Shores, tune into Hallmark Movies now, where you can catch seasons one through three. <sighs> okay, <laughs> so that's my little fake Hallmark Movies now commercial. But you really can. You can go back and watch. So if you can try and binge watch between now and Sunday, you'll be all caught up, which I've been trying, but I kind of fell off the wagon. But I have been trying to watch. I've been watching an episode of Day of Season 3. God, you're so good. Dang it. Well, yeah, you are good. I tried. I should have thought of that. I was going to. Me and um, Best of Chess Sports. But I cannot speak. That's the Chessy Shores TV. Like, <laughs> messaging each other and watching the episodes. Every day. Nice. Oh, man. I should have thought of that. I would be way more prepared for this <laughs> podcast of podcast us. <laughs> I'm, like, reaching back in the crevices of my brain. <laughs> Jess, you did tweet about it. You were like, if you start today, you can watch one episode a day until it started. And I replied. And I was like, yes, I'm going to. And I started out so faithfully. So super faithfully. <laughs> and then it all went. Yeah. Then it went all downhill. But I, I watched <laughs> the first season and the pilot made me really sad because I was just like, <gasps> the pilot was so good. And I had so much. I had so much in my mind that I thought was going to happen. And then it didn't. But okay. Very quickly. I did put out the question on Twitter. I said, attention Chessies. What are you looking forward to most this season of Chesapeake Shores? And we got back some responses. So I'd like to read a couple of those. Um, Susan S um, replied with, let's see Connor and Daniel getting straightened out and becoming a couple. Kevin and Sarah getting married. Uh, Yes, please. Jess and David finding a new building for their B&B. Trace and Abby sorting out their friendship. I'm glad she called it a friendship because I'm on board with that. And Mick and Megan sorting out their friendship too. And I think she also replied with an extra. And let's add Bree and Simon to the list. They need to get sorted out as well. They need to talk to each other at the same time and figure out what they want or need from each other, in my opinion. Agreed, Susan. Agreed. They do need to figure out what it is that they want because they've been kind of wishy-washy. So Lauren Yeagle, one of our fantastic patrons, um, she said, I'd like to see Abby and Trace either get back together or move on. Sister, preach it. The constant back and forth is boring and and mm. takes a time away from other more interesting characters. Lauren, preach it also less silly rich people drama (laughs) (laughs) i love the rich people drama though (laughs) 
So, um, and the last uh, comment that we got was from our favorite Scott waiting in the pumpkin patch. And he says, I'm looking forward to the Hallmarkies podcast coverage of the episodes on Chesapeake chats in the past seasons, land trusts and irrational commuting distances pushed Rachel to the edge. <laughs> what will it be this year? I can't wait to find out. I'm going to say that it's going to be for me. That's going to push me to the edge is more Trace and Abby. Will they or won't they? But I'll have to just get over it and see what happens. Apparently, they're going to start dating other people. So I'm on board for that. Same. I want to see. I mean, I'm of two minds because, of course, I'm like team move on. But at the same time, maybe it'd be fun to see them get jealous of other people. Oh, you know, that would be the best. That's what we, we're here for. We're here for the drama. We're here for the, you know... Not the will they, won't they, but, you know, date other people, get jealous, ha ha, laugh at them, be like, see what happens when you go when you're on not on tour. tour. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want um, longing looks. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe if they're absent from each other, maybe I'll start to like it again. So I want longing looks. I want like frustrated almost conversations where they know that they can't really say what they want to say because they're dating other people and all that tension. Yes. Give me that. Then I'll be on board. I want to see them. Art. I want to see a good fight between these two. Oh, mm -hmm. you're going for the jugular. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jess, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow your amazing Chesapeake Shores thoughts and tweets? Chessie Jess on Twitter. Awesome. Um, and Casey, where can people find you? You can find me at Hallmark My Words on Twitter. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Gone Hallmark. And of course, you can follow the pod on Twitter at Hallmarkies Pod, on Instagram at Hallmarkies Podcast. And if you are so inclined, you can join us over at Patreon forward slash Hallmarkies. Whereas for little as $2 a month, you can have access to exclusive Patreon only content. So I think that does about does it for this uh, preview of Chesapeake Shores. Um, let us know in the feedback, in the comments or on Twitter. Um, what you're most looking forward to this season or if we got anything wrong or if you are just super team Travi and you need to let us know um, you can send us an email at feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com or you can do my absolute most favorite thing ever and leave us a voicemail at 801-855-6407 your feedback could show up on one of our pods one of these days so thank you so much casey and jess for joining me i super appreciate it this was a lot of fun and i'm so excited to live too with you guys this sunday and the rest of the season and all of you listeners out there also thank you we appreciate each and every one of you and we love all your comments your interactions and just basically your support for us on this podcast so all right i guess that's it we'll see you later Bye, guys. Bye.